The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. You may know my uh, next guest as the New York Times best-selling author of The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a F. And of course, her TED Talk on that had 10 million views. She's known as the anti-guru. She guides you through mental decluttering. She's just published a new book uh, called Grow the F*** Up. And she joins me now. Sarah Knight, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Sarah, can you explain how you managed to carve out the world's most unique niche? Because writing self-help books rooted in the basic philosophy that most self-help is a waste of time and you should just get on with your life is a tricky thing to say, that's how I'll make my living. (laughs) So true. So true. I never thought I would wind up here, but apparently I have a knack for it. And was it a deliberate, was it a, 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 a... a sort of a backlash internally within you against self-help as a genre? Was it that you had become frustrated? What made you decide to say, I will take the Victorian dad approach to guidance? To be completely honest with you, I had been a New York City book editor for 15 years, clawing my way up that corporate ladder. And I realized that I could not do it anymore, the corporate thing. So in 2015, I quit my job to go freelance, which was terrifying. And when I did that, shockingly, I had some creative energy well up from inside my brain that said, you know what, if you can do this and get through all of the terror and the stress and the chaos and come out on the other side, you can help other people do it too. You see, that's one of the things that I think is the interesting paradox, because as a book editor, you would know, I assume, maybe I'm I'm being overly cynical, but I would have thought that when people pick up a self-help book, they want to be told that the feelings that they have and that the pressures that they feel are particularly special and important and they should be allowed to wallow in them. Whereas if you take Grow the F*** Up, you essentially say, take responsibility, get on with it, do your chores and be an adult. So here's the thing. My theory is that because there is nobody else in your life who is giving you this logical, rational, no-nonsense advice, that's what you're coming to me for. You know, your friends and family are trying to make you feel better. They're trying to pat you on the back and comfort you and tell you that it's going to be okay. But that's not what I do. And I get the sense that people kind of like that. They kind of like hearing it straight from me. You have a couple of principles that apply. Uh, oddly, I think they apply a lot to children, but they, they you extrapolate them to the adult life, particularly ABCs. Actions and behavior have consequences. Do you think that's something that people don't realize enough? I think it's something that we learn and internalize as kids. You know, you know what's going to happen if you sass your mother. You're going to get sent to your room. But for some reason, between that period when we're internalizing the idea that our actions and behavior have consequences, and when we're spat out into the adult world where we have to make use of that internal knowledge, we seem to forget it. We seem to let it lapse. And I see far too many adult people in my day-to-day life forgetting that their actions and behavior have consequences. So that's an underlying theme of the new book. You also have a breakdown of effectively babies, big babies. There's a You have a third in the list and then big grown-ups. Yeah, theoretical adult. Theoretical, sorry, that's the one. So explain the difference between a theoretical adult and an actual big grown-up. So the taxonomy of adulthood, you've got, you've got the actual babies who know nothing, they have no experience, they've done nothing, they can say nothing, they're just babies. Then you have the BFBs, the big babies, and those are people who've had all the time in the world to learn how to act and behave, and they just won't. They don't care. They're lazy. They're unreliable. They don't want to make the effort. The theoretical adults, this is my sweet spot. This is pretty much everyone walking around out there 
who knows how to do better, who wants to do better, and who just hasn't quite managed to put it all together yet, but they have the will. And then at the very top, you have the total grown-ups. There's a word in there that I can't say on air. And those are the people who've managed to take all of these aspects of being mature and responsible and accountable, all of the strategies that I walk you through in the book, and apply them so they can go out there, they can win at life, and they can become the total grown-ups that we all want to see in the world. But Sarah, if I read the right other self-help books, they will tell me that we should never compare somebody else's outside to our inside and that the people who appear to be big grown-ups are actually probably inside just as shambolic as the rest of us and we should take the pressure off ourselves to try to be any better. Well, I don't agree with the last part of that sentence, but everything else you said is absolutely right on. And what I've done throughout my entire series of books is be extremely forthcoming and transparent about my own foibles and failings and how I got to the place I am by making some mistakes that if you read the books, maybe you won't have to make. (laughs) The big word I get in every DM and every email multiple times a day, every week for the last seven years is liberating. That is what people tell me. You gave me permission to do the things I wanted to do and say the things I wanted to say. I feel liberated. Well, that thing of giving you permission to do the things you want to do, you 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 touch on a theme in the book that um, it relates to a thing that I, I now can't remember which co- comedian I saw saying, but a comedian said that Sarah, um, that uh, Amy Schumer had influenced them greatly in their life. And they said that what they had learned from Amy Schumer was that the word no is in and of itself a complete sentence. I could not agree more. <laughs> and uh, and I wrote an entire book about that as well. This is the capacity to not make excuses or even more importantly, to not allow yourself to do something that you don't want to do because you kind of feel moral and social pressure to do it. It's, hard, it's easy to say it's hard to do. Well, I like to say that it might not be easy the first time out, but it is simple. And if you understand the simple binary, want, don't want, can, cannot, you know, and make your decision and carry it out, then it becomes easier and easier over time. Think it through. And if you realize that the likely consequences of what you're about to do or say are not going to be very good for you, then don't do it and don't say it. Sarah, thank you very much for coming on this morning. That is Sarah Knight, who is the author of Grow the Up. And of course, if you uh, want to see her online, her TED Talk currently ranking around 10 million views, you can get that on YouTube. Sarah, thanks again. Thanks for having me. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.